Wherever you are around the world today, it's great you can be here with us. I pray that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Can I say this to you? Do you expect God to speak to you during this Lent? Because the truth is, you should. Lent is a listening time. Now, how does God speak to us? He speaks to us in our conscience, which we might define as that knowing place, the center part of us. He speaks within our head, our heart, the circumstances of our life, our conscience. And, and we inform our conscience and grow our conscience in a number of ways. But we'll talk about that at another time. Right from the very beginning of the Bible, we read stories of God talking to people, leading people, and right throughout. And God does that today. In the, in the book of Genesis, chapter 12, Abram, who becomes Abraham, the father of faith, he is someone that God gives a command to leave the place where he's living and to go to a place that he will show them. Scott, I'm going to get you to highlight the phrase for me uh, that I will show. From, uh, now, the Lord said to Abram, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. Highlight that. I will show you. I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. God says to Abram, I want you to leave where you are. Leave those you know. And I'm going to take you to a place that I will show you. In other words, I haven't shown you yet, but I want you to be ready to move. I want you to go before you even know when you're going. And in Lent, in a sense, we come before God and Lent is a time when God speaks. I... For those of you who may not know, I and my team, we regularly do parish missions where we go to churches and we've done many of them. And uh, we are closing in on just about to do our thousandth session um, and we go to places. And on the very first session, often I will say to people, and particularly through Lent, you know, at the end of these five, six, seven days when we're there, some of you will sell your homes. Some of you will resign your jobs. Some of you will go back to marriages that have gone dry and you'll deepen them. Some of you who are already separated will make decisions about where you're going. Some of you will reach out to children that you feel estranged from. Some of you who have dreams on your hearts will go after those dreams now. And I say that every time and then we and people initially are quite shocked that you would say that, hey, you're going to sell your home. You're going to resign your job. And yet it happens all the time. A few years ago, I was at a parish mission. It was the beginning, it was during Lent. And I said to everybody that was there, exactly that phrase, four years go by and I get a phone call from a woman. I'm not even sure how she got my phone number, to be honest. And I got a phone for a woman. I, don't, I didn't know her name. And she said to me, four years ago, you came to our parish. And she said, on the very first day, you said at the end of this, some of you will resign your jobs. She said, well, my husband came on that night to the parish mission. And he came on that night. He wasn't going to come again. He's not someone who particularly goes to church all that often. He'd kind of quit. But he came on the first night to keep me happy. <laughs> and, and she said, and you start off with, some of you are going to resign your jobs. Some of you are going to sell your homes by the time this has ended listen to God and she said on the very first night I noticed he went home and he was a little silent and then he and then all, on the second night because he said he was only going to the first night 
I noticed when it was time to leave, he got dressed and he got in the car. And she said, I, I never said anything to him. I was, com I was completely shocked that he was going to church two days in a row. And she said he came home and he never said anything, but he was just quiet about things. And then on the third night, he came again. But at the end of the third night, I found him sitting on the end of our bed, kind of thoughtful. And I, and I said to him, are you okay? And he looked up at me and he said, I've never liked my job. And, and she said, yeah. She said, I didn't know. And, and, and he said, no, I've never liked it. And, he, and, and she said, I said to him, well, what job would you like? And he said, well, I couldn't get to that job. He said, you know, I, I'd have to go to university and I'd have to study for three, uh, three odd years. And she said, really? And, and, she, and he said, you know, and that's way past me now. He said, we've got some kids in primary school, grade school. We've got kids in high school. Uh, I couldn't do that now. And she said he was very thoughtful. And then he came the fourth night. And then he came the fifth night. He came every night. And she said, then on that last night, we went home and she said, we ended up having a conversation. We'd get home. And he was so disturbed disturbed by what he had heard in his heart that we made the decision that he would leave his job to go to the job and the thing that he felt God wanted him to do even though that wasn't necessarily his language but that's what he said and we sat our children down and we said dad's going to go to university for the next few years and, and it's going to be a bit tough financially for us without dad working and sure enough it's you know she said he went to university for three years resigned his job went for three years and then here she is ringing me four years later and I knew nothing about this and she said I'm ringing to tell you he's now in a job that he he loves she said he's a better father than he has ever been she said he is happier than I have ever seen him in his life and she said, our marriage is better than it has ever been. And she said, he's in the place God wanted him to be all because you said at the beginning of Lent, maybe God would tell you to sell your home, to resign your job, to go back to a relationship or work at a relationship, to start a dream. What would happen if in this Lent, God was to say something about who you are? Maybe all he will say to you is come closer to me. Maybe there's a dream that's been in your heart long ago that seems impossible to get to because between where you are and where you need to go, there's a price to be paid. But Lent is about change in very practical ways. God says to Abram, leave everything you know and set out to a place that I will show you. He doesn't say, set out from here and go to there. He says, set out and go to a place that I will show you. In other words, walk before you know the detail. And we've got to be careful and responsible in that. But faith walk and Lent is about listening to where God would take us. If I had <laughs> just a few dollars, uh, you know, a few cents for every story I've heard of people who have responded to the call of listening to God and have done things like that, I'd have a lot of money. There have been so many in so many different places. 
What might God be saying to you today? Loving Father, you are a speaking God. Speak to us. Some of us you call to retire. Some of us you call to be happy in our retirement. Some of us you call to do things. Some of us you call to turn away from things. Some of you just, you just speak to us about our heart and what it needs to become. May in this Lent we become who you call us to be. And Lord, even if we don't know where we're going sometimes, but we sense the call to walk in a direction, may we have the courage and the bravery to walk in that direction. And Father, we make this prayer in this Lent time, in Jesus' name, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And I should say tomorrow, tomorrow we have a time of prayer where we're going to pray for needs. On Saturdays, we'll be praying for needs. So if you have needs, I invite you to join myself and my wife, Rosemary, and we're going to pray for needs tomorrow. Loving Father, thank you for being with us. And Father, we make this prayer in Jesus' name, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God's never, ever far from you.